Welcome to the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast with John Kim and Noelle Cordeaux. If you're inspired to begin your own life coaching practice or just want to learn a little bit more about what it's all about, visit journey.co. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O for more information. Your adventure awaits. What are we talking about today? Are we recording? Yes, we're talking about empathy. Uh, we're talking about um, empathy as far as coaching goes. Yes. We're talking about something that can't be automated. We're talking about something that can't be scaled, right? We live in a world where um, it's all headed that way, Yeah. right? So empathy is something that... Um, I think it's one of the most powerful things that we possess as humans Mm. um, that will never uh, be extinct, will never go away. Yeah. So let's talk about what it is first. Yeah. So, so empathy is a stance of understanding somebody. It's, it's coming from a 360 degree perspective Mm -hmm. and really getting in there and trying to understand what somebody else, um, what their lived experience is, what they see, what they hear, what they think, what they feel in any given situation. Right. That act of, of seeking to understand and going through the list that I just gave you of what does somebody else see, hear, think, feel, understand, say, and do, um, you can take that and apply it to any situation in your life, any relationship in your life, any aspect of your life from your professional life to your personal life and come out with outcomes mm-hmm. that are going to be a whole hell of a lot more effective than if you took any other approach. I think also um, in any relationship without empathy, uh, there is no true communication. Right? There's a surface communication. There's logical, like, you know, what do you want for dinner? What, but if you, what, do you want, what movie do you want to see or whatever? But if you want to go deeper and you actually want to connect with someone, it requires for you to practice empathy. Oh, 100%. And that's why life coach training is so valuable Mm -hmm. is because you you get all of the tools that you need to communicate with and understand other people. And then you can take and translate it into, you know, however you want to live your life. So me, for example, I don't take on private clients anymore. Right. But I use my empathy training in every single facet of every day with Mm -hmm. every aspect of, of running a business. It's been incredibly helpful. I think also if you want to be self-aware, you can't do it without being empathetic. A hundred percent. Right? And why is that? Well, um, because it it trains you to be consistently looking through a different lens. Mm. A lens of, you know, what is my experience? What is somebody else's? You have a phrase that I really love. It's learning to respond instead of react. Yeah. When you're when you're pulling from a place of empathy, mm-hmm. you're you're training yourself, just like learning how to ride right. a bike, to respond Instead to of be someone. A reaction. Yeah. Right, and it's yeah. it's like a lot of the other concepts that we talk about about um, having more control over your life um, rather than being subject <laughs> to it. You know, um, have you ever had an experience where you interact with somebody and you're just like, man, like I just had a, a really bad reaction to that person. I had a bad emotional yes. reaction every to that day. person. Triggers every day. Sure. Right. And so that's, that's, you're reacting when you pull from empathy and you take a step back 
and you say, wait a second, I wonder, I'm curious. I'm curious about that other person. Mm -hmm. What's going on for them? What do they see, hear, think, feel, say, do, understand? You know, why did this person really just like tangle my head real quick? Yeah, I love uh, this idea she just said about being uh, empathetic, empathy being a tool Mm -hmm. um, as a speed bumps for you to... uh, respond instead of react. I think most of us are walking reactions Mm -hmm. and when we're able to actually respond, it's in that space that there's growth. A hundred percent. And you know, it's protective. Mm -hmm. Empathy is protective because I think a lot of times uh, we think a lot about sympathy. We think a lot about what we can give to other people. What's the difference between empathy and sympathy? So when you're sympathetic towards someone, you feel bad for them. Yeah. When you're empathetic towards someone, you're trying to understand them. Mm-hmm. And you're you're giving them the gift of saying, I see you, I hear you, I understand you. Right. And when you're sympathetic towards someone and you feel bad for them, a lot of times there's this compulsion that you have to get in there, that you have to do something, mm-hmm. that you have to take action, you have to support, you have to strategize. And that's not true. You know, we can exist next to each other mm-hmm. very empathetically without bleeding into each other's lives. Um, and it's really protective because it lets you get through your day and do what you have to do. It's that concept of putting your oxygen mask on first. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, how does being empathetic to yourself affect your state, affect your relationships, affect, you know, your self-esteem, self-worth? What do you think? How can I, well, I think it, um, it really takes you outside of yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's a really great mechanism for getting out of your own head. Right. And that, I mean, you don't have to deal with self-esteem or self-worth or self-love if you're not in your own head, you know, if you're out there thinking about other people. I just saw somebody in the comments um, as they scrolled by who said that they've gotten into trouble with empathy before because... um, A lot lot of people think empathy means to fix someone. To fix someone or to give too much. But if you can imagine it... Um, as like as like creating this bubble around you, right? So John and I are two two individuals here. Um, I have a lot of shit going on. He has a lot of shit going on. If we each create these empathy bubbles mm-hmm. around ourselves, I can look at John and look at his life and say, "Wow, I really understand where he's at. Right. I really understand what he's going through." And and that allows me to let him run around like a crazy person and not feel like I have to get in there. I can just be like, "I see you. Right. Like, you're doing." your thing that's totally cool um and that's also what makes someone feel cared for supported and loved it's it isn't necessarily like oh i see you i not only only understand it but i'm going to give you the solutions and now i'm crossing right i'm going into her bubble instead it's um either i understand what you're going through or i'm trying to yeah. Right to the best of my ability, I could, I I putting yourself in that person's kind of shoes and understand with, and I think that that intention um, and that announcement is practicing empathy and making the other person feel like they're not alone and that that are under, understood. And I think that's valuable. Not like hold on, I'm coming in <laughs> with my tools. I'm gonna fix this shit. Um, I think there needs to be boundaries. And when you start doing that, you could actually easily start losing yourself. 100%. And then you build resentment because you're like, oh, look at all this I did for you. And, you know, now my life's falling apart. And if you're getting in there and you're you're having sympathy for someone and you're trying to fix their life and you're trying to bring your own tools, you're doing two things. Number one, you're not giving them the opportunity to grow and learn for themselves. 
So you're actually doing them a disservice mm -hmm. because most people do have the tools to figure out what they need to figure out. They're just not used to using them. They're not used to picking them up. Or they're meant to go through what they're meant to go through to learn the tools that's going to help them in life, you know? Yeah. You yeah. have to give somebody the opportunity to handle their shit. Sure. Period. Sure. And then and celebrate it with them when they do. You know, that's a big part of empathy is, is celebrating things. Yeah. Is saying, you know, I see you, I hear you, I understand you. Let's celebrate together. Um, and then number two, the second thing when, which you do when you're employing empathy in a relationship is you're making that bond stronger mm -hmm. because you're standing together facing the same direction versus facing each other or facing separately. Um, and that, that works for any kind of relationship, whether it's personal, professional, friendship, right. family. I love this idea that Noel mentioned um, that using empathy as an exercise to um, see things through a different perspective. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a huge tool. Uh, when we're able to see situations or events or things through other people's eyes or through someone's besides your own, because we have our own cognitive distortions and the way that we think, um, we are stretching our capacity, right? Um, and I think that change in perspective is such a powerful tool just uh, just in life in general. So using empathy to practice that I think is, is great. It's huge. Yeah. So let's talk about it from a professional perspective. Mm -hmm. um, so empathy is something that computers can't do. Right. Empathy is something that robots can't do. Right. Um, if you are in a situation where you're looking at your job, you're looking at your industry, and you're saying, uh-oh, um, this this might not be here mm -hmm. in a couple of years. Um, which is happening. Which is happening. Everywhere, yeah. Everywhere. Today. And we're very aware of it, and we're very aware of the pain, and, and we're working really hard to build our own um, wellness company, our own systems mm -hmm. to support our coaches, to give everybody opportunities moving forward. And one of the things that we're really relying on in this industry is, is empathy, is that um, humans are the only critters on this planet who can use empathy to build things. Mm. So what does that mean? How does it work? What does it look like? Let's just take sales, right? Mm -hmm. You have a product that you're trying to sell. Um, I think the old way of thinking is to say, look at this really cool thing that I have. Here are all of the things it can do for you. Right. 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 Um, when you're using empathy as a professional tool and as a professional skill set, you're flipping it completely around. And you're saying, let me try to first understand you, you, what your problems are, what your problems right. are so that I can present my good, my product, my service in a yeah. way that actually solves your problems and actually helps you. Can I just say, this is also the thing with coaching that I think is some people struggle with is instead of like, Hey, here's what I know. Let me dump it on you because I know better than you, right? This is, this is not producing glue. This is not being empathetic. Instead, it's like. Tell me what you're going through. Mm -hmm. um, let me try to understand that. And then let's work on this together. Oh, yeah. Right? That's Absolutely. a better way to coach. It is a better way to coach yeah. is to is to get the 360-degree perspective. Mm -hmm. And then we, we partner together to strategize our way through it. Right. What does Sunny say? She likes the boundary analogy. Yep. I'm glad you're digging it, dude. Cool. Um. Do we have any questions? Does anybody have questions about how to use empathy or how they could use empathy in their, um, their own? So scenario? Catherine says, how much do you think conscious and unconscious bias plays in your ability to empathize? Oh, so empathy is, it, it definitely can sit in your subconscious, mm. but it's like any other skill set. It's very much like learning how to ride a bike. Uh, you have to train yourself to come yeah. at things from yeah. an empathetic perspective because our natural reaction, you know, we, we are, we're, 
we're survivalists, right? You know, like, like human critters are built to think about ourselves and our own survival first. When you're using empathy as a skill set, you're flipping it around and you're mm-hmm. thinking about others first. And it's actually protective for you, but you're thinking about others first. So... Yeah, no, it's also the kind of like gratitude where, you know, we have everyone, every human has the uh, ability to be grateful. It doesn't matter what you're going through, but it's the actually practicing it that slowly starts to, you know, uh, rewire yourself. And so empathy, we all have the ability. We, uh, we are wired to be empathetic, um, but we have to practice it. It doesn't just come naturally, no. especially if we're, you know, angry, if we're triggered, if our, you know, our day's not going well. It's really hard to be empathetic to someone else. Um, so it's a, it's an intention. It's a practice. It's a practice. And it does, it's one of those things where it does ultimately become, um, unconsciously competent. Like mm-hmm. you, you get competent and you start to just do it as a natural thing, but it really does take practice to build that muscle. Yeah. Um, how are you empathetic to yourself on a daily basis? Noel? I think that that's... Or, or others. How do you practice empathy in general? How do I, okay. So so I love the point about being empathetic towards yourself. So mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm usually really hard on myself. Yeah. And having self-compassion is something I need to work on personally. Mm. And I think that if I flip the script and I consider myself as a human and, and do what I do for other people naturally, um, then, you know... I'll be able to find more self-compassion. But how am I empathetic on a regular basis? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I take all of the calls with people who are interested in joining our coach training program. That's part of the application process. Mm. And whenever I talk to somebody who wants to join our organization, I really un- I, I want to understand their world. Right. And I want to understand their needs. And I want to understand what they're looking for as far as an outcome. And I want to understand how we can support them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I use that every single day when I talk to any one of our coaches as where are they at? Right. Where are they at in the world, literally, and then metaphorically, spiritually, emotionally? Yeah. So for me, since I kind of pull from narrative and I'm a storyteller, um, I when I see people, I, I'm interested in their stories. So it doesn't matter if it's their story of the day, of the week, or their entire life. And um, when I'm listening to someone's story, um, I'm actually practicing empathy because I see them as a person, not just a reaction, right? And it's easier for me when um, I collide with people and I get to know their story. So I'm always thinking about or asking questions about uh, what they've done, what they've been through, um, who they were, etc. And then I kind of see them as a whole person. Uh, and it's kind of a tool for me to be more empathetic. If I just engage with them and judge them on what they say or how they act, um, it's most people um are reacting from things and it's just it's 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 not gonna make me like the person um but if i do it the other way where i'm trying to digest their story then it makes me understand them which leaves room for compassion love and then liking them as as people a hundred percent with them and i i think that you know once you get really good at doing this with people who are kind of in your peripheral external life, Mm -hmm. um, clients, colleagues, so on and so forth, um, even, even friends who might be acquaintances, Mm -hmm. when you start to turn that mirror towards the people in your very personal life, like your parents or your partners, that's when it really hits home. It's like, Oh wow, there's this person that I just have had these expectations of, you know, for my whole life. And now I can understand them as a whole person. Yeah. Let me give you a quick example. So my parents, um, if I look at them on the surface, uh, my dad has very little emotional intelligence. Um, he's a, a, a recovering alcoholic. Um, 
but if I look at his story, knowing that he came from nothing, um, you know, a physically abused, uh, poor, came to America with no money, had to speak the language, then suddenly I see, oh, I see his struggle. I see how far he, he's come. And then there's room for me to say, oh, he, he's like this because he's just doing the best with what he has, you know. Uh, and now he's a human being. He's just not like someone who's throwing chairs, right? And so... Uh, that's the, that's the way I do it. Uh, Nicole says, "Do you ever get tired of trying to understand others?" Go ahead. Yes. Sure. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, it takes energy, uh, and and also I think it's you you know you can't be empathetic to every single person you meet in the because you you're gonna lose you. Um, I think you 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 have to pick who you really try to be empathetic with. Um, in broad strokes, I mean you can be empathetic as a person, but um, investing energy and really listening and trying to understand, uh, you should be doing that to the people that, that, um, that you care about and that are in your, in your life. I want to offer a counter opinion to that. Yeah. So I think you can be empathetic towards everyone that you meet in your life. Mm -hmm. But as we described earlier, using empathy is also a way of setting boundaries and protecting yourself sure. because you're standing next to someone, uh, you're facing in the same direction. So let's say you're walking down the street. And there's somebody who's just angry, you know, bangs into the convenience store, mm. is rude to the clerk, drops change, yeah. throws it. She's describing me, by the way. Go on. No, that's not true. <laughs> that is not true. But so, so say you see someone who's just behaving terribly in yeah. public, right? Yeah. So a traditional stance is to be affected by that, is to let that person's mood ruin right. your day. Right. To call or them, make you angry. To make you angry. Yeah. Call them names. Like say, geez, maybe you'll get scared, you yeah. know? But if you're coming from an empathetic stance, you get curious and you say, wow, I really wonder what's going on for that person. Right. I wish them well. I wish them kindness. Sure. And you go into a little loving kindness meditation and say, you know, I wish that person peace. Boom, your anger, your fear has evaporated and you preserved your sense of emotional integrity. Yes, so not only being empathetic, um, uh, being, a, a, being that being a gift for the other person, but also a way of protecting you um, and also um, for yourself. So you don't have to walk with um, stones in your shoes, Yep. you know, carrying other people's stuff. So empathy is also a way of releasing and uh, for you to um, just be lighter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys. Happy Friday. Happy uh, Friday. I hope you practice empathy. It's really soil um, for any kind of connection. Uh, the world definitely needs it. And also know that empathy isn't something that is going to turn into an app or be scaled or automated. Um, it's something that humans can only produce and so use it. Yes. Thanks for listening to the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast brought to you by Journey. If you'd like to learn more about what you've heard on today's show, visit journey.co. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O. And request more information about the Catalyst Life Coaching Intensive. Or just keep in touch. 